0: Hey, it's Leanne Wolke, and this is the Epic Journey podcast, a podcast for heart-based entrepreneurs who want to learn how to take their passion and make it something that they actually can do for a living. Now, I've had a yoga studio for the last, we're going on year nine right now. And when I first opened, I think I thought I was going to just teach yoga. Now, if you've ever had a small business, you know that that is just the tip of the iceberg. I often tell people who want to open a studio, hey, come intern a week with me and you'll change your mind. Not because it's not rewarding, because it's a tremendous amount of work. This week we've had some challenges with our volunteer program and trying to have to rework a few things. Now, in the interim, I decided that my family and I would take on some of the bigger tasks that were just ready to be performed. So, I gathered up my family and Sunday evening we headed into the studio. We got there a little bit after 7 p.m. after the last class ended and we worked until after 12 a.m. I think we got home about 12:30. Now, we had not one downward facing dog was even done in that period of time, but we pulled up the floor, we dusted and vacuumed and swept and scrubbed. We did a lot of the deep cleaning work. Now, in the past, I've had other people do that. But right now, it was something that needed to be done. I didn't have time to find somebody. And so we just did it. I've got to be honest, though. The next day, my shoulder was so sore from pushing a mop across 1,600 square feet multiple times a day in that one day. I think it was probably about four or five times that I cleaned the entire floor, not to mention lifting these four by six pieces of flooring and wiping each one off by hand. I tell you this because there's these little things that you don't think of that make a huge difference. For me, one of the super important things is cleanliness. In the Yoga Sutras, Patanjali talks about Saocha or cleanliness as far as relating to the external body. If the external body is clean, it's also the internal body that then begins to be purified. I take this concept and I extend it to our environment as well. So at the studio, I want the environment to be clean. And besides, I think there's nothing more disgusting than going into a yoga class and having somebody else's hair drift upon the floor and onto your mat. That's just gross to me. So I've always tried to make sure that our studio is spick and span. Now, I realize there's times where it's maybe not as clean because it's been a bit of time in between when I would have our staff do a deep clean. But I guarantee it's always clean feeling to the clients. And here's why. Because I think that if somebody's going to be distracted by the external environment, that they can't pay attention to what's going on in themselves, then it doesn't serve the client. It doesn't serve the practitioner. So we need to keep our environments clean. We need to keep that tidy environment. Now, here's the thing, though, is I'm always one to kind of push the envelope, so to speak. Tonight, even, I went to draw a bath because I needed just a few moments to read and relax and relax my shoulder, quite honestly, from cleaning on our mega marathon the other night. And when I did that, I was like, oh, I'll just pop into my office for a moment and do a couple of things. And you know what happens. A couple of things turns into a couple of more. And by the time I realized, oh my gosh, I need to run back and check my bath. It was filled to the brim. Thankfully, it didn't overflow. But it was a reminder of, okay, that little thing that you think you're, oh, let me just one more. Let me just get this one more thing done. That it doesn't allow for any air. It doesn't allow space or time to relax. When I went back to the bath, I had to actually think, okay, I got to let the water out so I can get in because it's too high to even get in. And as I was doing that, I heard my mind say, hey, maybe I can go do one more thing. And I thought, no, if I do that, by the time I get back, I know the bath will be empty. So how do we calm the Western monkey mind? And how do we resist that temptation of one more thing? I get it. A lot of us are achievers and we really have big dreams and goals. And we want to go out and do those things in the world but can you also find time to be still? Can you find time for restoration? Be it of body, be it of mind, be it of soul? Because it really does make a difference how you're treating yourself and how things outpicture in the world. If you're only working 18 hours a day, then you're going to take a hit in your relationships and in your physical body and wellness. Similarly, If you're only working out and not spending time in your business, you're going to take a financial hit. And if you're only spending time cuddled up with your loved one, you're going to take a hit in either the business or in the physical realm, or maybe even both. So the best plan is to have balanced action. Can you have a happy life working out, taking care of your health and wellness, taking care of your relationship, and taking care of your business. Because trying to cram one more thing in is going to leave you in a situation where the tub is overflowing or where you're going to overdo it and injure yourself trying to push harder, go longer, be it at work, and that could affect your health. Or be it too much pushing for exercise or too much pushing in your relationship even. But how do you find the perfect balance of equanimity between those three? That's the key to a successful, happy life.